0: flin-flon kids were the ones who stayed at at my house like they boarded when they came to tournaments or if they were the team that ash was walking through the speaker system they kicked they tried to kick down the doors of the arena
1: (laughs) to get to him in the speaker
0: room yeah in the old in the old big arena do you remember that setup yeah
2: here comes some wisdom and here comes the truth and here comes your favorite podcast always still made for you welcome to here comes Some wisdom it's been a while but we're back
1: so let's go you can around hear the, the room happiness I'm, you can I'm, hear the pure joy of the kid who got the nintendo for christmas a,
2: a, a huge smile on my face i'd like to start <laughs> off the episode it's been so long trevor i haven't congratulated you yet you didn't congratulate me last year but I'm the bigger man so congratulations on peyton manning winning a super bowl with the denver broncos if
1: that's what you call that yes, yeah thank uh, you like,
2: his his entire reputation was that he, he couldn't get it done in the playoffs, and this year he and, led the team. And he still couldn't. He still couldn't. <laughs> he, he led the team to, to a playoff victory.
1: He did lead the team, yes. So I'm, I'm really, like, w-
2: what's the deal with you in football? Because you're, you're really just a Painted Matting fan, you know? You like the Colts, and then you like the Broncos. So what's next year for you?
1: Well, I think I'm back to the Colts. Back you know? to the Colts, okay. Sorry, I'm looking at their center that they drafted. And, uh, oh, yeah. So that's that's where I'm... I mean, they're building a statue of Peyton in, in, in India, Indianapolis, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Y'all know where his heart is. I. He's a creepy person, I think. <laughs> I think he's, like, a really big, creepy, deliverance redneck, though. Maybe. He loves, he loves God so much, and it scares me so much. Uh,
0: really? I thought Brown's... Yeah. I thought his heart what? and I thought his heart and love was all brands.
2: Yeah, he uh,
0: Budweiser.
2: So, what's the very first <laughs> uh... thing he does? Like, who's the, so he just wins the Super Bowl. Where's his wife? I don't know, but he's kissing somebody. Who is that? <laughs> Papa John. <laughs> uh, and then he's got to plug Budweiser all night. But hey, you know, money. well, so the money's got to go to someone now, and it seems to be uh, Jared Goff or whatever. I've, I've quit watching football. So he was the number one pick this year, and all he did yesterday was just tweet like, "Thanks to Gillette making this face, smooth. thanks to pizza, yum." It was just like, he's the new guy, man. We paid
1: man. And what about this guy that took like three hundred and fifty bucks and bought a car, and now he's Satan? Is that that Tulsi guy or something? Yeah, this kid, this poor kid. <laughs> Like just look at it him. It's like, oh, I did like slave labor for like years and my mom couldn't pay rent, so they gave me 300 bucks. Now my life is ruined. Like, what? That's called slavery. Honestly. Yeah, NCA should be so ashamed of themselves. It's it's, it's modern day slavery. Let's so, get poor black people to do things for us for free so rich white people can make money.
2: Right, be, right before the draft uh, on his official Twitter account, it was him wearing a like military grade gas mask hooked up to a bong. And so. <laughs> and then tweeting about how he took all the money from Ole Miss. And so, you know how everyone says, oh, my Twitter account was hacked. This is the first time you know for sure that it was hacked because he he cost himself millions. Well, he didn't cost himself, but someone cost him millions of dollars by slipping to number, like, 13 in the draft.
1: I mean, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, like, very good. He's gonna he's gonna be okay in the long. So we're time. talking
0: about football. When well, two or so... three of us are stopped watching it.
1: Yeah. So here's the
2: thing: is I'm out. Yeah, but
1: you mean the football never
2: stops? No, no. Like Trevor, like there's a draft if tonight. I it. I don't even know a single pick. I don't know what my old team picked or anything. I'm out. I've I've gone on Twitter and like you know when you have a bad breakup with the girl you. You unfollow all her friends oh and my stuff like God. that. Or at least I think that's what happens. So I went on Twitter and dissociated myself from all the NFL reporters and stuff. And yes, yeah, I think that's a good way to do it because, you know, leading up to Sunday, all it is, the machine is getting you pumped to watch football. And you're like, I can't not watch this. This sounds really big. So now I've I don't have that. The
1: in... NFL Network. That's how sad my life is.
2: Oh, I haven't watched that in years.
1: Watching It's a low. I mean, I can't even imagine what our friend Ash does.
2: <laughs> I woke up the other morning. Drew Brees to the Broncos. What do you think? <laughs> it's like, is that even a rumor? No, I just thought it up. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <It's>
1: like, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but enough about football. Let's talk about... Alberta. Alberta. Trevor, what's going on in Alberta?
1: Stephen Harper and Nickelback. Oh, yeah. Where I go for all my moral authority. (laughs) What I want to know about right and wrong. I turn to the Kuwait of Canada.
2: Yeah,
0: I just had a great vacation in Alberta. Skiing? Skiing. Oh. Canmore. Canmore's just an amazing, magical place.
1: Is it? Yes, it's, it's, like a mountain in,
0: town? it's in the Rockies, like, not in the foothills. Like you're on both sides are real legitimate mountains. Their, swoop, their like swimming pool area has a giant rock climbing wall structure. Five different pools.
1: Wait, so you can, like, pool. fall off the rock wall, get a concussion, and drown in the pool?
0: They're separate rooms. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> I just thought that would be a good yeah. way to die.
0: Yeah. You just drop your kids off there. There's just a spot, like, to just put kids in daycare that I don't think you pay for. Just leave them there for a few hours. Multiple cool uh, coffee shops. Everyone is German or Australian, like, everywhere around mountains. Yep. That's where it's, like, talking to people. They're from Brazil or whatever. It's, like, they are just shocked that we are not there. Every weekend. (laughs) Because it's so close. Yeah, it's like, oh, I come here every year. Yeah, this is my third time. They've got me beat by, like, a dozen visits. Just jaw dropped. Like, they love it so much.
1: Was that your spring break?
0: Yeah. Wow. Took a skiing. Yeah, went skiing. Took a... After some near-death experiences, took a lesson. I was in a very, (laughs) very dangerous spot where still... If you remember last time, Carter, what sort of injury do I have?
2: Uh, sorry, don't know. Grind
0: tear. From skiing? Oh, no, from soccer.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
0: So, that was six months ago. But even when I thought it's better, skiing and squatting and bouncing, that does not feel good. So, once you combined that with going down, getting bored with the runs and trying all the Black Diamonds... <laughs> some of them are just fine but i learned how to go down how do you think you should go down the big bumps the moguls what should you aim for
2: uh hmm i know how to do moguls but i don't know how to explain
1: it
0: trevor how if you had to survive moguls what would you do
1: Uh oh god i would die um <laughs> I mean, you got to carve really hard right like it's just constantly carving the whole way down back and forth like right yeah. like
0: yeah right through the, the moguls no
1: i you think you go gotta low go on them
0: like, yeah that's what i was doing wrong what were you I was doing to, I, I was taking the olympic approach and just trying to keep the low spots
1: <laughs> oh and that just built up speed
0: <laughs> yes
1: because <laughs> it's just less resistance yes yeah, so it just rockets you it's just basically going down a mountain then, except you're on giant bumps.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah, no, I I would I would be so scared. I would carve out of the moguls and then mm-hmm. back into the moguls and then out of the moguls and mm-hmm. not get.
0: So, had a few close calls, had some fun, but my last run probably looked great because it was it had, it had rained the night before, so I was skiing up to a black diamond is like, I want to do this one one more time. Cause it's just really steep, but fun. So I tried to, I tried to stop at the edge of it just to take a rest before going down it. But because of the ice, I just skidded right over the edge at like mock speed. So I just had to keep going for it, but it would have looked great. Cause I was like completely sideways doing a stop, but it just did not happen. You just kept sliding. Yeah. sideways. So I just bounced off the side and just went Just to, like, well, <laughs> I guess doing this squat. I guess there's no rest and just going fast. So it's always the last, the last run best. that breaks you too. Oh, skiing,
1: yeah, exactly. uh, skiing is a way to die. Mm-hmm. Skiing is, I think skiing is a lot more dangerous than you uh, give it credit, for, like for most mm-hmm. people. Yeah. It just takes like one bad idea. Mm-hmm.
2: At least everyone wears helmets these days in Canada. Do you? You wear a helmet skiing? Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. very comfortable. Yeah, it's very like 20 comfortable years too. ago? No, but in the last 10 years? Yeah, if you're not wearing a helmet,
1: you're an outlier. I wore like a sweet neon purple headband. No. Mm-hmm.
2: You go to the States though, like Colorado and stuff like that, Aspen, no helmets. American. America! <laughs> oh,
0: it's, not a, yeah, it's not a rule of the mountain, but...
2: No, but it's uh, smart. People actually know like, like... I know people who've got like laid up in the hospital for skiing and stuff like that. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. Not at all.
1: Ugh. yeah. No, but, no thank you. Yeah,
2: that's the fancy part of Alberta though, Brent. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking, well, I want to talk about the heartland. Why? <laughs> the, uh, Trevor.
1: Oh, just, just Earl's. Earl's What's going on. I just What's learned you? about this today.
2: What's it happening? It was funny
1: because day one, day one was like this super positive news story. Like It was like a big promotional thing. Like Earl's, the first restaurant in Canada to offer all certified humane beef throughout all their chains, even their hamburgers and everything. And like certified humane requirements, when you read them, you're like, oh, that's pretty, pretty minimal.
2: I, I thought that was going on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. just like, I mean, I grew up on a farm and we never, like the things that you're not allowed to do, it's like, well, who the hell would do that to an animal? Like... Like, when I was reading the list of things you couldn't do, I was like, well, you'd have to, like, you kind of have to be a sociopath or, like, living in a place that you don't have enough space, I guess, right? Like, because I don't know, I lived on a farm and the last thing we ever running out of was space. Like, it's a giant farm. You just move the fence a little more and then, no, you have more space. Like, but, like, some of the things that are requirements for certified humane are just, like, yeah, it's called just, like, being a decent human being, but that's like Earl switched their beef, and there was not enough certified humane beef in Alberta to keep up with their demand, so they had to drop their Alberta suppliers. Mm-hmm. That was literally the last sentence of like a a big puff piece. Like, look at this. Look at what the, the cows will go through. This it'll be better. Higher quality beef, blah, 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 blah. The taste is blah, 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 blah. 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 By the way, they can't find enough beef from Alberta, so they have to use sources from outside. You wake up to the internet day two, and it's just all angry Albertans just screaming about Alberta beef, Alberta strong, Alberta proud. Boycott Earls. Yeah, boycott Earls. What internet is this? Facebook. Because I used to work at Earls. Yes. So I have those people. Okay. And uh, it was just like, with Alberta, if if Earls won't support Alberta, we won't support Earls. And just like, like, but they're doing like a pretty good thing, and you could just do that. Like, it wouldn't be hard. I'm sure that, you know, if you change some things, and it seems very minor too. It seems like most of the beef is treated humanely, except when they send it away. Like, the farmers raise it right. But then in the last couple of months before they slaughter, you know, they get shipped off to, like, killing plants and, like, fattening them up. And that's where things get, like, disgusting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It just becomes a factory. It's, like, it's just that one-step kind of pre-slaughter where things are just not good, you know? I mean, it's never good to be a cow you're dead. But it seems like if they just changed a couple things, they would be absolutely fine, and it would probably be for the best of everyone, you know? And uh, people just are just... Just freaking out about boycotting girls and then other people are just like well most of the beef in Canada comes from the States.
2: You know whose fault this is? Who? Rachel Notley. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah most of my Facebook is mm, Rachel Notley I'll get you. She's the uh, NDP Premier in Alberta. Everything is her we fault. Yeah, Yeah. Jobs were plentiful. And then Rachel yeah. Notley happened. Man, as, as much hate as she gets, Brad Wall, Premier of Saskatchewan, gets so much love. What does he do? He's uh, so conservative that from the Saskatchewan party, like he'll write letters saying, No Syrians in Saskatchewan. Yeah. So, you guys, I, I made have made a huge error. <laughs> Since I'm moving back to Dauphin, If we did that episode about the uh, Syrians, and I might have name checked the most racist guy on Facebook while he was running for government. I know he was. I know. He, luckily, he only got 160 votes. <laughs> but um, yeah, if he would have got into he power, find those people. Yeah, if I would have got it, no, but <laughs> yeah, if I would, if he would have got into power, I, I would, I'd be an outlaw in town, man. He would have came right after me. Disrespected him.
1: So I'll bring uh, a big uh, cup of disrespect. I pray I walk into him this summer. (laughs) Hey, I'm gonna go wearing a full dish dasha. I'm literally gonna walk around doffing in like a full cocaine outfit the whole summer, just looking to pick fights with stupid people. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like actually a really good idea. Mm -hmm. That seems like the best idea. I need, to, I need to get something off my chest. Um, mm-hmm. with this one on... interview. Yes. One of these job interviews, uh, I got, like, you know how you receive email correspondence when you're interviewing and talking back and forth about contracts and stuff? Well, uh, one of them is all in Comic Sans. Oh, no. All of my correspondence has been in Comic Sans. Your, like the ones that you've received? yes nice that's terrifying right that's that's like they asked me like how do you implement new technology and i was like how do you live with comic sans <laughs> that was good that was gonna be my question <laughs> this... <laughs> so that that's a red flag in yeah
2: la- books. last time comic sans made an appearance was that uh dan gilbert's letter to lebron james when he left like, five years ago I haven't heard much of it since,
1: but apparently
2: it's still loaded in some people's computer. (laughs) Uh, That's scary,
1: right? Like, I should be worried. Yeah, I think so. And when they asked about, are you current with technology? He was like, I do a weekly podcast for five years. (laughs) Technology. (laughs) I laugh at it. And they were like, oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) And then they laugh weekly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, really? right. Like, yeah, we, we've been listening, Trevor.
2: <laughs> it's been slowing down there.
1: This Brent guy is the real show, Trevor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to a little ski village, Brent. Ooh. Yeah, I went to, uh, in Poland, it's a, there's like another magical little place. Right. It's called, called Zakopane, and we didn't know anything about it. We were at a party, and there was the Polish ambassador... And he was having a good time. We started asking him what we should do because we're going to Poland. And he was like, Zach you know, and he like hooked us up a bit, told us where to go, what to do. And uh, it was like a little elfin magic town full of mountain people that were really tall. It was a very bizarre, like the guy who like, we came to the, like, the hotel and he's like, I'll take your bags. He's like, I'm a mountain man. And he like carried like all of our bags up these giant stairs for like three flights. And I was just like, you are a mountain man. You, you terrify me. And then you go on the street and everybody's selling cheese. Just rows and rows and rows of people selling, like, blocks of cheese the size of a roll of toilet paper.
2: Properly buying, refrigerate,
1: yeah. Was it properly refrigerated? No, it's just out of the street and you just buy it with cranberry sauce and you just eat big pieces of cheese on the street.
0: Who's buying it? Are there,
1: Every, are there enough
0: tourists? Yes.
1: Oh, it's, right. it's mm-hmm. packed. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a packed mountain village like i guess they they say it's like the alps for like a third of the price because the mountains are just ridiculous right Uh, it's like beautiful 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 mountains just insane (laughs) um but it was a little magical enchanted village full of people eating cheese Mm. so it was pretty cool and then we went we went to krakow or krakow Right. I, think I, I think I'm think i going to go with Krakow, because I don't want to sound like somebody that thinks they know everything and say Krakow. Because <laughs> that's just a douche way to pronounce Krakow. <laughs> so we went there, and uh, that is the city. That's, that's where it's at. Um, we went to a nice little friendly trip to Auschwitz in Birkenau. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Definitely a place everybody should go, though. Definitely. That sounds really cliche. Uh, any questions about that experience that you'd like to know or should we avoid that
2: <laughs> can't really think
1: uh... yeah it was uh, the only thing I would say is that it's so much bigger than you would ever expect like it's massive <laughs> you go out there and it's like you're on a like, never ending farm and you just keep looking it's just buildings <laughs> and buildings and buildings and buildings
2: I'm surprised you're allowed to mention this
1: Were probably trolling, I'm probably not I'm leaving
2: so Okay, so we can, we, I can say where I was two years ago?
1: No, not yet. I mean, give, give it a couple more days. Because <laughs> I went to a similar museum.
0: <laughs> Were they trying really hard to not have terrible tourists there?
1: Like, oh, yeah, it's very... Like, uh, like, please it's do very not strict. take
0: stupid videos of yourself.
1: Yeah, there's rooms where there's no pictures, and they will, like, mm-hmm. you will be gone. Aww. But mm-hmm. it's mostly just, like, as you walk through it, it's just constantly people having full breakdowns. Mm-hmm. And, like, you also have full breakdowns and you don't even know why. Or Like, like you have, it's, it's the weirdest creep. Like, you walk in and there's people just losing it because you go in groups.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the, the, the tour guides are just incredible. Like, they're just so, like, I don't know how they live, honestly. Like, they just, mm-hmm. they're so, so, like, they're, it's, it, they're mm-hmm. incredible. They, they just do a great job. And, uh, yeah, you just walk through and people are just losing it. People that have no connection to anything, you know, just like tourists from like South Africa come and They just start like, just, and then you like walk. Like, I remember we walked, uh, we were like kind of done for the day. Mm-hmm. And we were walking back through everything and I just like lost it. Like we were walking on down like a road, like through like a past all the buildings, just trying to like kind of leave almost to go into like one of the last places we were going to. And I was just like, what the heck is happening? I, mean, I didn't even see anything or like, we're literally just walking outside right now, not by anything, like mm-hmm. walking down like a country road almost. Right. And I was just like, holy crap, what's going on? And then you see other people they are just like losing it. And it's like completely uncontrollable, like just chaos. It was, a, it was just a disaster, but like in a, a good way, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. It yes. was. Yeah. And then they just like, when they leave you, they're like, oh yeah, like this happened. People pretended it did it millions of people die every day from like starvation and stuff that's clearly preventable and nobody's doing anything have a good day <laughs> like, <laughs> what, 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 whoa. you just ruined me you know it's just yeah they uh they hold zero punches mm-hmm. zero yeah it was uh it was pretty crazy
2: so you,
1: sorry yeah no yeah. go ahead no no I, I was gonna change the topic what was your yeah question? I was gonna
2: say so you're leaving the desert officially you
1: heard it um near. It's looking like we have two offers from two different places, both in North America, though.
2: Well, that's going to help the podcast time zone. Yeah, man. time yeah, that zone. Be,
1: that should be a little bit easier. We're back, oh. baby. We'll see. We'll see. There's also the option of China still. So. Oh. So that could be even worse hmm. for the podcast. Yeah.
0: Could we talk? Do you read Vice at all? Yeah, sometimes. You ever go to the yeah. website? Isn't it, is it is just garbage?
2: Oh, not as bad as their TV channel. Oh, that's garbage.
0: Like, was it ever good stuff?
1: People they love Vice. Like it, People think Vice is like the new hip news in Canada.
0: The only uh, Vice Canada is so bad. Like it's, like it's sixteen-year-olds learning about racism, right?
2: I think Vice's TV show for HBO had some decent stuff, but no, no I don't like their the, side or anything. The Canadian
0: one is just like, we went to some rural people and listened to the crazy stuff they said.
1: <laughs> wow, they're really Canada's, racist and busting.
0: Yeah, Canada's not all as perfect as you might think it is.
2: Yeah. They had an article about Country Fest, I think, two years ago or last year. Yeah, we yeah, know. Yeah, that's a pretty famous one, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And that one's kind of fair, but yeah, it's still shooting fish in a barrel.
1: Yeah, and also report on something else, maybe. Mm-hmm. It seems like even when they go out of the country, they're just looking at the exact same thing too.
0: Mm-hmm. HBO show is fine, but I don't know how they can stretch their network. Looks like complete. It's
2: bad garbage. It was on a free preview, and I was like, "Oh, let me check it out." And so, like, you know, on the PVR, go into the future a month, and it's just like they've got five shows and. None of them look very good. For what? For Vice TV, it's their actual channel. Oh. And apparently, their chart—they, you know how each cable uh, network sort of negotiates its fees with the cable providers like Comcast and Verizon and stuff like that. Obviously, ESPN gets the most. Apparently, like it's like twenty percent of all what you pay for cable is just going to ESPN. Well, Vice <laughs> was Vice was apparently trying to get like ESPN level. It's like okay, one of you have thirty-seven years of you know experience, and one of you is like an upstart uh, alternative website magazine.
0: They'll, they'll bring in the young people back to TV. Yeah,
2: yeah, because that's a thing. A
0: With shows about
2: one of it's about weed. Yeah, uh, the other in one's different about country. music. Oh
0: fashion
2: it wasn't even good it wasn't like even like Anthony Bourdain like cooking show quality stuff going around the countries
1: Yeah. so there's some damn quality television yeah
2: man Bourdain's show is pretty good do you watch it
1: no 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 I don't don't really know who he is but I know who he is I know his name so
2: yeah well he's this (laughs) New York French cuisine cook who goes around every different country and just like goes and eats (laughs) a lot of it's him riding trains in the middle of africa like three-day trip out to this like little village where like there's apparently some good food or something it's pretty sweet
1: oh that's just self-serving oh
2: why why is that
1: oh that's just so snobby
2: yeah he has gotten a little snobbier in the recent years before it was like him hanging out with like the underground chefs now it's like hanging out with the the big timers But yeah, some of those trains. He rides a lot of trains. Let me tell you. Let me... Yeah, he loves going to the train. <laughs> pretty, pretty dangerous. Some of those, some of those trains I would not get on.
1: Yeah, but are they? I mean, I took an Egyptian overnight train. That was pretty scary. Scary, but yeah, these are like
2: not like the people or like you're gonna get robbed. Scary. Like maybe you're thinking. Nah, there's a lot of that too. <laughs> but like just like the mountains and like the train just like getting bucked off the track because it's not <laughs> very well maintained.
1: guys ever been in a salt mine (laughs) no no went into a salt mine fascinating
0: i know they're big in poland yeah
1: Yeah, is probably
0: in the same one
1: deep 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 into a salt mine they just go it was absolutely incredible yeah like the, the elevator they put you in is terrifying um i guess they put horses down there to like turn the wheels and so what they would do is they'd bring horses when they were young and they would live their entire life in the salt mine and die, and then they just take them out on like the salt cart. Mm. So, there's horses that lived their entire lives underground in a salt mine for their whole life, turning a wheel?
2: Do they qualify? So, does that qualify under the uh,
1: Earl's certified <laughs> certified humane salt? I don't know. It's pretty incredible. They they're built like churches underground, like literally the size of like a gymnasium carved out of salt everything's salt the floor is salt the walls are salt The statues are salt the chandelier is salt everything is made out of salt people do weird things really weird things sounds like it well you know like it's just all it takes is one person to get obsessed with, and then also you get the pyramids you know yeah usually a certain, usually a certain kind of crazy you know what else is new guys don't yeah. you have topics
2: i i know i've i've this has been the most busiest couple of months of my life but not the reason oh, why good. not the reason why the episodes haven't been done it's, it's all your, your fault. guys your guys is freaking fall, mm-hmm. man i'm always <laughs>
1: down it's freaking slow. yeah man
2: yeah
0: well seth is mostly into dinosaurs now full time
1: that's a sweet thing to be into
0: mm-hmm.
1: does he know all the different types
0: he knows a lot of types
2: so when it's stress di- when looking stress looking at apart-
0: it, looking at an encyclopedia from the library of hundreds of dinosaurs just like i've never said the word before oh that's a Paracephalosaurus. oh boy but that's all from dinosaur train
2: mm, wow
0: that's a good pbs show that probably make people mad yeah a t rex is adopted by a family of pterodactyls, oh, trinodons tran- actually. So they go on adventures together, but some people probably would not like that one bit.
2: But yeah, for, it must be different for you because dinosaurs have changed since we were kids. There's like
0: mm-hmm. brontosaurus is gone.
2: Yeah, well, well, they used to be big. There's mm-hmm. mega dinosaurs now. You know, it's like wow, these are like three times the size. So what's brontosaurus mm-hmm. called now?
0: It's Diplodocus.
2: Yeah, okay. That, that was sort of happening when I was a kid.
0: And Brachiosaurus. Yeah, Just yeah. My...
2: Diplodocus. I yeah. Thought, yeah. So Yeah, they, they mixed up the bones and thought it was one, but it's actually two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is a th- these mega dinosaurs are freaking huge.
0: I uh, I still I, think a lot of it's made up. I th- mm. it's a lot of it is there's no way.
2: Well, next time Seth next time I see Seth I'll have to show him my special dinosaur stuff Mm -hmm. I've got a a spinosaurus tooth and uh, uh, an egg shell part, part of a dinosaur he will cut you for that